Hello and welcome to the 10 out of 10 podcast, an AJ on the line series where we discover what it takes to become a champion. This week, we begin with the traits that you need when you make a leap of faith, confidence and composure. Who better to make such a leap with than one of my best friends, a sparring partner, and someone who keeps me honest, Ben Page. We sat down to record this podcast over FaceTime back when we were in lockdown one. Ben keeps it simple. He doesn't say any more than he needs to, but don't let that fool you into thinking what he does talk about isn't interesting. We begin by having a quick chat about the smiling assassin who I spoke about in the article for this week, Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel's an Australian Formula One driver who has taken on the best and on multiple occasions come out on top. He is known for his banzai moves, huge smile and fierce pace when it comes down to it. He also managed to grab a podium in Imola just before this episode came out. Daniel Ricciardo, he's had seven wins in his career uh, and he's achieved a fair bit of success up until this point. And moments of magic such as Hungary 2014 and China 2018 things like that those are moments I feel he has set himself apart and shown why he could be a champion of the future what do you know about Daniel um if I'm honest not that much I know obviously he's not he's an Australian racing driver I know he's meant to be a really nice guy always smiling but in terms of his actual like stats and his, his kind of racing um, statistics, I don't know that much about him. No, don't worry. And, and the, the thing is, I, I kind of asked that question knowing that you're not the biggest Formula One fan. You're, you're more of an overall sports fan. And I'm always interested to see what the perception is from outside the sport. But the point is, Daniel Ricciardo is known for being a smiley figure. And he's got confidence whether... He is on the track or just walking down the pit lane. He has that smiley sort of image that that makes people think that he can be thrown about. And that certainly he found in the beginning of his career. People thought that they could take the mick and he still does need to be careful about that now. And I think that's certainly a difference between him and the character that we're going to talk about later on. But what, in the in the greater sense, do you think that confidence can bring to an athlete self-confidence is about being able to go into your respective area of sport and knowing that you belong there that you can compete at that level and it's, it's that that really drives you and that really pushes you in my opinion to become as we're talking about a champion yeah because you you do get a lot of athletes getting to that top level but then cracking under pressure almost and I think that it's, it's so essential that they, they can weather that sort of storm the first year or so of coming into the top level of sport. And Danny Ricciardo, he was thrown in the deep end coming into a season only halfway through the season um, in a wet Silverstone. And I remember seeing him at the next race. I actually met him. I was lucky enough. And he was just a kid then. And, well, so was I. To see the change in him now into a mature person that can make decisions and and the, the thing about being confident I suppose is that you do have to be a good decision maker and if you're not fully confident in yourself or your team or your machinery then that's that's always difficult and it can lead to more mistakes down the line. 
I mean, you've you've got to trust your instincts as well. Instincts are essential in life and in sport. I I agree with that, Ben. Instincts are essential. We particularly emphasised it there because I just told Ben about Kimi Raikkonen's book, which I fully recommend, by the way. The Iceman makes multiple references to the importance of instincts in making decisions. And you really do make assured decisions when you have the confidence to back it up. Next, Ben speaks about who he feels represents the values of confidence and composure in the world of sport. The character that Ben puts forward really isn't that much of a surprise. So it's Zlatan Ibrahimovic, if you can uh, believe it. So obviously really well-known character in football and just as a, like a general personality really. Obviously a very confident guy. He's got a big ego and... You know, there's there's definitely pros and cons to that, but there's no doubt in anyone's mind, I think, that he is he, he's a very confident guy, a very confident character. Where are the the cons to that confidence? Because he's certainly on the, the egotistic and arrogant side. It's one thing being self confident and it's another thing I suppose being arrogant and a bit narcissistic. Um but yeah, so he he's been involved in quite a lot of fights and brawls and disagreements with you know other players and staff and stuff like that because he thinks you know he's a little bit better than everyone else so this I remember there was this whole thing about him not wanting to compete or not wanting to play for the the Swedish national team because he he has this whole awe of him being a little bit better than the rest of them there's there's no doubt about that and he's had his fair share of success oh absolutely I mean he's he's got Absolutely, tons and tons of goals in in so many different leagues. I mean, you've got uh, League Un, you've got the uh, La Liga, Premier League, Serie A, MLS. And I, yeah, I th- I think that that's an important trait in a champion to be able to perform over a long period of time as Zlatan has, but also in lo- wearing lots of different hats and competing for different teams. Yeah, fitting into each different team. He- different cultures. Do you feel as though the negative side of that ego detracts from him as as a champion? Or do you think that that is necessary for his game? I think for him it's necessary. I mean, obviously, not, it's, he's quite a controversial uh, figure. He's quite polarising. Some people love him, some people... He's very much like Marmite. Um, and I do think that Confidence is really important, as as he shows. You know, he's he goes out there and he knows he's going to do well. He knows he's going to perform, and it, you know he's proved it time and, and time again. And that's essential for that, any that athlete. Is essential. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe that you can perform, and he does that. And I think that personally, is that outweighs the cons that come with his, you know, his self confidence and, and maybe some of his arrogance. And and definitely. His personality is something that is great for football as a sport. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it's certainly an attraction. Uh, So people go along to a match to see what what sort of, not antics necessarily, but what he can produce because he can produce moments of magic and that is down to his confidence. And I think that is certainly a similarity that I see between him and Daniel Ricciardo, that, that they can produce those banzai moves um be it on the pitch or on the track that that no one's expecting and that's due to their ability to stay relaxed and, and at least 
to the exterior have have quite a low heart rate and and almost enjoy enjoy the moment uh, of competing for their team their country their club but i also think that they they both recognize the importance of entertainment in sport uh you can definitely see that yeah and, and that's what it is really it's, it's about entertainment as well it's about entertainment and it's about performance and if you've got confidence then you're going to be a confident performer but also potentially a a confident entertainer as well um and yeah i think really that in a, in a nutshell that is Zlatan Ibrahimovic he's he's an entertainer as well as a performer born entertainers certainly a similarity between Danny Rick and Zlatan next we discuss the differences between the two and the pressures that face young athletes as sport grows i've just got a little quote here actually so um, Ibrahimovic went for a trial at Arsenal. Uh, I don't know what you hear. Obviously, quite quite early on, yeah. And he told uh, Wenger that I don't do auditions. And I mean, if you, if you if that's any any normal player, then they're not getting anywhere, really, are they? Imagine as a, as a teenager telling Arsene Wenger, who is a well-respected manager, that that you don't you, you don't do auditions. It's it has got the audacity about it but I, I think that that's maybe what's different between Zlatan and Ricardo because even at a young age uh, Zlatan did have that air of audacity about him whereas I think that's grown within Ricardo it may be just because of the sports that they are in uh, because obviously it's different but one thing that I, I find quite interesting is the way that when athletes first come into the 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 top tier of their sport you can see that there's pressure on most of them to act and behave in a certain place they need to dress a certain way and is is very corporate because that's the training that nowadays these athletes um are given as they go into the big time um, but you can definitely see particularly with Daniel but I think you can also see that with Zlatan how as they've they've kind of put their roots into the sport they they are more confident that they're not going to be pushed out because of being themselves and as a result they can be themselves uh in a greater way and and they are undeniably um natural about the way that they do it like you say ricardo he smiles a lot and he's known for that but he doesn't put it on and he Obviously, he had his bad days and he can vent his frustration, but he's still got a smile on his face because that's who he is. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he will walk around knowing in his head that he is the big man, if you like. And and that's just because he genuinely does think that. It's, it's fact to him. It's, it's it's not an opinion to him. It is, it's his fact. And having that confidence, like we say, is important for a successful champion. I, I think these are two guys that are at maybe different stages in their careers. Um, Zlatan, how old is he now? Thir- 38, I'd probably give him. Yeah, he's, 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 getting, he's getting to the uh, to the end of his career. So he's not really in a position where he's worried about what's going to happen in the next 10 years because he's, he's pretty much been there and done it. Yeah, he's, he's achieved, I mean, he's achieved most things. I think the only, the only thing that maybe is his regret is, uh, he hasn't won a Champions League, um, but I haven't won a Champions League and a lot of people haven't won a Champions League, but. This is true. And, and he's still, 
a great player and I think that's that's once again um, a similarity between these two guys. Um, they, they've they been in a, a period where it's been dominated by some incredible talent. So Zlatan has come up and Messi and Ronaldo have been on the scene. And he, he admits that Messi is the greatest player. And it's, it's the same thing for Ricardo. His, his first win was 2014, which was the first year of Mercedes and Lewis Hamilton dominating Formula One. And that still continues to this day. I think because they're in different stages of their career, it's hard to compare as Ricardo still has time to maybe become a world champion. And that that's may, that is probably the world championship in Formula One is, is missing to Ricardo is probably the same thing as Latan with the Champions League. That They still are proud of their career, but there will always be that little blemish, if you like, that, that they, they regret. Yeah, exactly. So you could... You cannot win a Champions League and be an all-time great player, and I'm sure you can. You can not win an F1 championship and be an all-time great driver. Sterling Moss, who died last month, he is a perfect example of that. Always known for being the greatest Formula One driver, never to win a world championship. But it's it's always that little bit, isn't it? It's always that never to win a world championship or. Well, you know, that, that's always, as you said, a blemish on their career almost. And it's a shame. Ricardo's won in Monaco and not many people can say that. Many champions have never won in Monaco and many drivers see winning the Monaco Grand Prix as the equivalent to almost half, if not more, uh, uh, of a championship. That's the importance that they place on that race. Um, he, he probably should have won more than one time if his pit crew hadn't messed him around in 2016 or whenever it was um but but that's it like Felipe Massa he and his Ferrari team they they still see him as a world champion even though he he was only world champion for about 12 seconds before Lewis Hamilton took took an extra point on the last lap in 2008 and I think the way that he conducted himself afterwards made him a champion. Um, obviously, we can talk about that on another episode, but it's it, it's tough because people in that position might think that they're a nearly man. But if you're looking from the outside and, and, and the sport around you, you still see and recognise the champion ability that that person has. And I think that's certainly the case with these two, uh, Zlatan and Daniel Ricciardo. What I can say is it's been a pleasure as usual to talk to you, Ben. It really has. Thank you again. It's been great. Notice how excited Ben was getting about Zlatan. I remember a t-shirt Ben once wore in Paris, which said, Dare to Zlatan. Ibrahimovic really epitomises confidence and has the trophies to back it up. The way that he continues at such a high level at 39 years old makes you wonder whether he really is Peter Pan. But that confidence and composure that's come as a result of his experience has got to help him maintain his game at such a high standard, something that we can all learn. As for Ben, you were superb. Thank you for recording this with me and thanks to the rest of you. I know we kept it short and sweet this week, but you'll only have to wait another seven days until the next episode. You've been listening to the 10 out of 10 podcast on ajontheline.com with your host, Adam Williams.